Hello, I'm Amy Stevenson, and this is The Human CEO. In each episode, we'll be meeting with CEOs and senior leaders to understand their approach to leadership, the challenges they faced, and how they overcame them. We'll also be asking what they feel it takes to be a great leader. A lot of leaders come into roles with their ego wrapped around them. Mm -hmm. And I think leave the ego at the door, be humble, listen to what people are saying and respond. Have a clear vision of something that, you know, you want the world to be a better place. Brilliant. Well, go and figure out how to get there. Welcome to The Human CEO. I'm your host, Amy Stevenson. And today I'm joined by Joe Wright. Joe's the co-founder and CEO at Coaching Culture Limited, a place where authentic leaders and managers help people to grow, thrive and perform through effective conversations and honest feedback underpinned by trust. With over 25 years experience leading and coaching teams, Joe's focus is now on inspiring people to think differently about their organisational culture, leadership styles and the power of coaching. Joe spends much of her time public speaking about the benefits of coaching and interviewing industry leaders for the Coaching Culture magazine and podcast series. Jo joins us today to share her insight as a leader and a human CEO. Thank you for joining us today, Jo. I'm really looking forward to speaking with you. Oh, thanks, Amy. I'm so excited to be on a, a podcast called The Human CEO because I think it it kind of sums it all up in, in a few key words. So yeah. I, I'm really pleased to be here. Thank you. Pleased to have you. So Joe, can you tell us a little bit about the organisation that you lead, please? Yeah, so um, Coaching Culture. We've been going for four and a half years. We've been in the making in our minds for five years. And um, we are, so four and a half, five years old is not very old. Mm -hmm. We are a coaching solutions provider. um, And predominantly we started out digital solutions. um, So technology um, and software. Um, And we've moved recently. We didn't want to lose the human touch. Mm -hmm. So we've got some face-to-face experiences as well. It's, a phenomenal business. We're going from what I would call startup to scale up. Mm-hmm. We have grown. Oh, do you know what, Amy? It's phenomenal. We, we, we are doing something really special. Our aim is to help organizations to build a coaching culture, um, to really get m- more human conversations happening out there. So being on this, is, on this podcast absolutely, you know, makes my heart sing because it's everything we're about. Um, how do we change the culture of organisations to ensure um, more people having better quality conversations more of the time and actually caring more about their fellow colleagues, their, the people who work for them, for who they work for, and just oh, leading with humanity. That's kind of what a whole coaching culture is about. So we're, we're, we're a business with a, with a big mission and a big heart, I think is probably what I would say. Fantastic. Brilliant. And so as the leader of that kind of organisation, so four and a half years in, you said you've got a team of 14 people? Team of 14, rapidly growing. So we've got our next um, next key person joining us very soon. Then we've got more and more. We've got more, we've got a total recruitment plan of what right. we need to, to get. So I reckon, speak to me this time next year, we'll probably be a team of 20, maybe more. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. And so as a leader of that kind of organisation, in that point in your life cycle, what kind of challenges are you up against at the moment or what are the key challenges that you're up against? Oh, do you know what? As a business, I think we, we've we been through challenges as a startup. You know, mm-hmm. the days where you're kind of going, well, actually, the, the days on the nights where you've not actually slept <laughs> the wink, those sort of experiences. Yeah. From a challenge perspective, I think... When we first started, the conversations we were having with potential customers was the answers we were getting when we were talking about coaching solutions was yeah this is we know it's important but it's not important to us right now it's not on our strategy 
COVID has definitely changed that. Now more than ever, as we often say, people are going, whoa, we needed your solutions before COVID. We didn't know that was happening. Um, so that has taken that away. However, what we find now is sometimes we've got so many people in organizations bought in, but then they have to go and internally sell um, the coach, their coaching thoughts, their strategy. So we're, like I said, we're more like a movement. We're starting a movement of more and more people learning about building a coaching culture. Um, so they're the, probably the challenges because actually the market is sweeping us along. I, I say to people, it feels like some sort of runaway train at the minute, Amy, we're, and we're on the back. Well, I'm on the back with my fingernails going, woohoo, you know, <laughs> we're going, um, which is wonderful. We've built yeah. a phenomenal brand. So people know of coaching culture. Um, we've built a fabulous community of like-minded people so we're not just a business of coaching solutions we're a community mm -hmm. we've got a digital um and hard copy magazine we do conferences uh, mm -hmm. webinars podcasts we we bring like-minded people together and then we solve their problems with our solutions so we're so much more than a um solutions provider we we're we're a whole range of things before that and that's our community so um the challenges for us are people say what about your competition and we say our biggest competition is we need more people to know about us because we've got something great going on here and we know we can help a lot of organizations so um i i i don't see anything that's like um not there to be overcome mm -hmm. the challenges are i think i think we've i think we've been through our challenges of startup a pandemic yeah and we 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 keep going we keep going and 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 we keep listening and learning and what do pe what are people asking from us and we go away and solve that mm -hmm. so there'll always be challenges i'm sure but they're all there to be solved yeah absolutely absolutely i couldn't agree more and so your your journey into leadership then was that quite an organic process were you always headed for the the chief exec seat or no not at all um i've always led and managed teams um and i've always loved that part of my role um always seen it as an absolute privilege learned how to coach doing that yeah um, didn't know i was coaching but realized the best way to to um work with people was to ask them some great questions because they always had way better answers and solutions than me. So, um, and, and, and I love to work and build teams. I feel like a team's like a garden where you can water it and it just keeps growing and growing and you water it some more and you grow and grow. And, and I love that. I love seeing people grow around me. Yeah. Um, and that's what I see. So did I ever think, I mean, you know, CEO of a, of a team of 14, we're not exactly uh, thousands of employees here, but we're definitely, um, we're definitely on a mission of growth Absolutely. and we've got a phenomenal team here and everybody's growing, all of us, every single one of us. Um, and it's all of our responsibility to support each other. And we, we, we didn't have it to start with, but we've definitely built our own coaching culture here um, because we give each other feedback. Um, all of us and that's a key 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 factor in success yeah. honesty trust um truth we can deal with truth uh, we no matter what that is we absolutely value honesty respecting each other and supporting each other and obviously our customers but we've we've, we've developed a great team and it's not just me it's it's my business partner as well and um, we've got some great people around us and it's just going from strength to strength and I feel really 
proud and privileged to be sat here saying this to you um it's really interesting Amy because I kind of feel that all the things I've ever wanted to achieve are coming together in my own little business so I'm building the culture that I want yeah not just it's not I we but it's a all the things that you've ever wanted to put right in an organization we started this four and a half years ago with a blank piece of paper so you create it from the ground up yeah yeah so and, that's fab that's that's part of the reason to go into business and do it yeah your way isn't it to build it as you as you see fit and it's fantastic that it's all coming together and it's taking the learnings from from my career um mm. I mean literally on I do sometimes forget how long I've been um in the world of work and I still fully don't fully remember what is it nearly 30 years to be honest nearly 30 years all the all the learnings along the way in the 90s, the 2000s, 2010s, from, le- from leaders who led me, you know, I've learned from the best and I've learned from some, you know, not so great, but mm-hmm. all of them have given me valu- valuable learnings. Yeah. And I kind of just take it all and put it in the toolkit and, and go from there. Um, and I think being open and honest enough to accept you know, none of us are the finished article. We're all here to learn and grow and go from that. And and with that in mind, you know, caring for people um, is is really important and supporting people. We've got, we've, we've got a great team here and and we all support each other. Fantastic. And so with regards to those leadership characteristics, so you've talked about sort of authenticity and trust and, and, and being able to give that feedback and comfortable to give that feedback. Do you think there are characteristics that are, sort of that go across all leaders that are visible in all leaders or is it a case by case situation do you know what I don't think they're visible across all leaders I think there's a lot of opportunity to develop leaders leaders and obviously that's why there's so many leadership development programs going on but um I think it can all be learned and Mm -hmm. it can be developed in all of us um but I think we've got to be open I think a lot of leaders come into roles with their ego right all wrapped around them. Mm-hmm. And I think get leave the ego at the door, be humble, listen to what people are saying and respond. Um, have a clear vision of something that, you know, you want the world to be a better place. Brilliant. Well, go and figure out how to get there. So, no, I don't think, I, th- I think um, there's different styles of leadership. And I think that it's important to acknowledge, you know, different styles are needed at different times totally get that I I think there's definitely a style that is is working more than ever now um and that is about you know I use the words for leading with humanity I think that human um acknowledging that we're all human beings you know I've coached too many people who come to work and then they put a work mask on and then they leave work and they take the little mask off and then they go and be home and it's like be who you want to be. Be you know, I've I got challenged recently and, and I love the challenge because I say people need to be able to bring the whole self to work. And I got challenged um and it was actually a podcast that I was doing regarding diversity and inclusion and, and belonging. And I was challenged by say somebody said to me, actually is it about bringing your whole self to work or bringing the parts of you who you want to bring to work? And I thought, yeah, that's actually make sure it's a, a, an intentional choice. Mm-hmm. But, but be yourself. And I think where, where we've succeeded at coaching culture with our team, we've got a, a diverse team and we accept everybody for who they are. And, and, and we work with that as long as they've got that right, a, an attitude of 
willingness to learn mm-hmm. they're prepared to develop a growth mindset we can work yeah. with that fantastic fantastic it sounds like it's paying off it's clearly working it, for it is it is brilliant and was there an experience or a piece of advice that someone gave you early on that sort of shaped your approach to leadership you've mentioned some of the leaders that you've learned from in the past was there, does anything stand out it's probably not more about specifically about leadership okay. but more about I suppose career and then who you want to be okay and um, so a great piece of advice I I was given only a number of years ago was hang out with the people who lift you up hang out with the people you aspire to be like yeah, um advice. surround yourself with role models and those who are going to lift you and inspire you and I found that really important and I've also so that was a great piece of advice not particularly about leadership but about who you want to be mm-hmm. And then I've also learned from some advice that I didn't follow, that I didn't particularly like. And I'm glad I didn't follow it. And I'm glad, you know, I was advised quite early on in this journey of coaching culture um, not to set the business up because most startups fail within the first year. And if they don't fail within a first year, they're definitely going to fail within five years. Wow. And my answer was, well, this one won't. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And I'm so glad that I didn't sit there, t- you know, being put off. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, such strong conviction in what we're doing. And my business partner is, I call him my wizard behind the curtain. You know, he's a super bright guy and knows how to build businesses like a jigsaw puzzle. puzzle. Whereas I'm kind of the absolute out and out people person who has got a vision and a, and a, and a plan to how we get there. But actually the systems and processes and technology bits um you know he's definitely the the digital guru there so hanging out with people who lift you up I think is really a great piece of advice and 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 ignore the ones who are going to bring who are going to kind of squash your dreams I guess yeah absolutely I've not participated in your fear is the absolutely yeah and and that is exactly I I've got something it's it's a bizarre sort of metaphor but I sometimes feel like I'm I've got I'm a, I'm protected with a pinball wizard. So I am a pinball wizard and I go ping and I go ping. If I don't want it, ping, you can have that back. That's yours to own, not mine. Don't give me that because that's not my, you have it. And as soon as you start pinging stuff back and not taking it on inside, it's really liberating. Absolutely. Good for you. Good for you. I love that. And, And so that probably covers my next question, which was, is there a piece of advice that you'd offer to someone looking to follow in your footsteps? So beyond being the pinball wizard, is there anything else that you would share? I'll do that through a story if, it, if that helps. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to share not to let others put their worth on you. You are your self-worth. It's down to you and nobody else. Nobody else can put a, a badge of your worth. And I remember... Um, I only went into the world of HR in 2010 mm-hmm. and quite quickly I wanted to start applying for a role, um, like a management development kind of role. And I was like, oh, you know, that's where it's at. It's all about the management development, leadership roles, the leadership development roles. And I was told I needed to have eight years experience in that kind of field, which would have only taken me to 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that point I was leading my own business of organizational development solutions called coaching culture. So I could have been sat there for eight years waiting for that role Mm -hmm. because of the worst somebody else put on me. Whereas actually I went out and made my own 
way mm-hmm. and owned my own career and making a huge difference in the world of organizational development. So don't let somebody else put their thoughts and worth on you. Fantastic. Absolutely not. Great. Great. And and so thinking uh, that advice is brilliant, but is there any advice that you've taken from a, a book that you would recommend or is there any readings that you would share with people that are looking to follow in your footsteps or going through? You know what? I've got a book um, that I often recommend. I absolutely love it. I'd love to get the author on a podcast of mine, to be fair. Um, I've tried to connect with him on LinkedIn. Um, I'm not sure he's accepted yet. Um, (laughs) It's called Life in Half a Second. Okay. I'd recommend it to everybody. It basically, it's basically about how we have to take life, you know, by the scruff of the neck and make it happen. Um, let's not be a victim to life. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go make it happen. It's our life to live. And life in half a second is about how, rather than saying, oh, I might be here till I'm 80 or I might be here till I'm 90, it counts your life in days left. Wow, okay. Start looking at your life in days left. You start mm-hmm. to feel a little bit more pressure on making shit happen, to be honest. Yeah. Um, am I allowed to say that? Um and it's about owning, owning your life. Mm-hmm. Don't be a victim to life and don't, don't have any regrets. Don't get to the age of 70, 80, 90 go, oh, I wish I'd done that. Do it now. Yeah. yeah. Figure out how to do it because mm-hmm. all of it's possible. It's just how. Fantastic. And who, who's the author of that? It's Matthew Michael Witz. Witz. Okay. Well, Not very good at pronouncing his surname. <laughs> it's an amazing book. But do you know what? There's so many books that I read. And I think that's another key piece of advice is learn, 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 learn. However best, I like reading books. I like listening to podcasts. I like I like listening to books, Audible accounts. It's constantly feed. If you're sat there, think we've all got the same 24 hours in the day. Yeah. All of us. That it does not change. And we've all come figure out how we fill those 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And a key part of that day should be learning. Whatever that is, even if it's just 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever, learn, learn, learn. And suddenly you'll start to find that your brain and the neural pathways that you start building will start providing you with with thoughts and ideas that you never thought you'd have. Um, Because I often speak to people in a coaching capacity where they may be stuck in a rut Mm -hmm. and you know what? They don't need to be. Yeah. But they're not prepared to do the learning either. Okay. Okay. And that's a key difference, I think, between people who, who do and people who don't. Mm-hmm. It's that growth mindset, isn't it? I think it's what, Back what to the growth mind. mindset. How can we do this rather than how can we not? Yeah. And my business partner has a phrase that I absolutely love. He says, everything's possible. And certainly if somebody else has done it, you can go do it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone once said to me, you can have anything you want, you just can't have everything you want. Ah, that's a good one. I like that. I like, I Although like maybe that. I'd go, why not? But anyway. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the next one. <laughs> why <thing>. not? <laughs> Depends what everything is. <laughs> and, and so thinking about those leaders, you talked about some leaders from your past, but is there one in particular that you would either identify with or that you particularly admire as a leader that's helped shape your you style? Mean- People who I've worked for or in general? They could be famous or otherwise. They can be, you know, past or present. Uh, Well, do you know what? I mean, I won't call out some of my past bosses, but I've had some great bosses and I know what made them great. They they were, back to your title of your brilliant podcast, they were human CEOs or human leaders, human directors. They they were fun. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> they asked for feedback. They were um, authentic. They empowered me. They coached me. Um, they asked for my opinion. They valued it. All of it. They, I've had some great leaders. But who I particularly admire um, in our current world is Jacinda Ardern. Mm-hmm. Prime Minister of New Zealand. I love the way she, I'm I'm kind of, she, I've got about three books on the go at the minute. So back to the reading thing. I do sometimes pick some up and then put another one up and down, up and down. Yeah. Jacinda Ardern's book called Leading with Empathy. Okay. You know, she is brought, she has just been a human leader. She does show empathy. She does care. Um, she has vision. She's decisive. Um, she's humble. Her she's her daughter turns up on like you know when she's doing interviews and things she's just I can be I can be a mother I can be a leader I can be a wife I can do it all Mm -hmm. with the right support network and mechanisms but ultimately I care about my people and I will lead with with empathy and and I love that and I think there's going to be more of that coming through in the world. Um, And I think the old style command and control leadership is, is very dated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. More of that, more of that. And and so what's next for coaching culture over the next six, nine, 12 months? What does 2022 look like for you? Uh, 2022, 2022 feels like I need to be saying to the team, brace ourselves, strap (laughs) yourselves in everybody because we're off. Um, And it really does feel like that. Um, we, we've got loads of plans. We've just, um, launching, um, our new version of our software platform at the moment. Mm -hmm. So we'll be perfecting that, launching that out there hugely. Um, we've got some fabulous digital solutions, um, which will be, which will really help organizations to build a coaching culture. They'll help them with performance management and how you connect the dots between everyday coaching conversations and managing performance. The two go together because coaching builds trust, mm-hmm. which drives performance. We're up for an award learning provider of the year. So we presented to the judges only this week. Um, so we'll find that out in February. So we'll be at a glitzy ceremony in London in February. So that will be wonderful as much as anything to get the word of coaching culture out the words yeah. the phrase uh-huh. more organizations need to build a coaching culture um we like i said recruiting more people um and we're going to be doing a lot more focus on our partnerships as well so we've done a lot of direct customers we've got over 100 customers now but we'll be that we get asked about partnerships all the time we're going to look at that more strategically um so next year is going to be a busy one and it's just going to continue growing and growing and growing it, it, and do you know what it's None of it would be possible without our, our amazing team. It, it's just, and um, we're not lucky. We're not lucky. We've absolutely and intentionally developed what we've what we've got. We, you know, we've we've developed the people we've got in our team, and, and they develop us as well. Um, and we all work really well together. I'm very proud of that. So I think it's watch this space. We're, we're going to write a book as well, Amy. At some point, we'll get round to uh, writing a book. So it's so exciting. And like I said, I actually pinch myself thinking, is this really happening? Is my my dreams are actually really coming true here? Um, because of all the things we've talked about today. Yeah, brilliant. brilliant. Well, I wish you well, and I'll, I'll, I will watch this face. But it's been brilliant <laughs> speaking with you, Joe. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you, Amy, for your time today. I've loved it. <laughs> <laughs>